Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele Underground Podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. Joining me, arms to Aaron, the voice Nakamura. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend Fergus. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? Boys are here. Boys are back. I should say the the boys were always here. They were here waiting for me last week. I had um how should I say this? I was feeling under the weather, and um. Yeah, but it wasn't that. <laughs> but it wasn't that. It wasn't. It, was, it wasn't. No, it was no. Yeah, I guess so. I, I should. I should clarify. Yeah. It wasn't that thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just. I, I felt kind of junk in the morning. I thought it would get better and stuff. So I didn't really tell the guys that like, hey, like you know, we should cancel because I don't feel that well. I'm like, no, maybe if I, maybe if I eat something, maybe if I do this, it'll go yeah. away. Maybe if I drink some tea or whatever. And then I don't know. My my kid was home, and I don't. Like I, I don't remember the last time like I got a I got a stomach bug, but I guess my kid has never heard me like throw up. She was like genuinely concerned. Oh. <laughs> she was like, well, "Daddy, are you are you okay?" <laughs> I'm like, "Ah, oh, sorry, kid. Uh, yeah, I guess you don't really hear me th- or hear anybody really like throwing up. You know, her mom, you know, like and stuff. But it's it's one of those. I was just like." I, I, I don't know. I, I always try to be, you know, like the, the strong, the most healthiest, like in front of my kid or whatever. <laughs> but it was, it was like the sports movie, right? Where you're yeah. like, no, coach, put me back in. I can still do it. <laughs> and we were texting, and I'm just like, no, just stay yeah. home. Just yeah. stay yeah. home, yeah. man. I, okay. I mean, I'm glad you did because I don't know. I think I would have went, and I've in the middle of it, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Stop night. It was that, you know, like I, I always, you know, try to try to show the kid. I'm like, I'm like the, you know, the the, the healthiest, the the fastest, the strongest dad. So you're like, oh man, look at my dad go. And that was like. You know, at my most lowest that she's ever seen. I think it's just like, are you, are you all right, old man? <laughs> so, but I'm okay now. And um, yeah, Kahai made the call and he's like, you know what? Let's just let's just try this again. So we're doing the podcast this week, and I apologize for for everyone who was uh, who was waiting and stuff like that. Um, I just I just really couldn't do it. And yeah, so thank you, Kahai, for making the right call. <laughs> would have had half a show last week or something, or maybe Aaron would have been in front of the camera. I've been on the side, like going to the, in the restroom every now and then or something. But yeah, so everything's okay. I guess you guys didn't really need to know that, but I just felt like I had to explain because some people were like, "Hey, I was I was waiting, you know, like me and my family sat down on the couch and stuff, getting ready to yeah. to watch the Ukulele on your own podcast, and you guys never showed up. What what gives? So yeah. here's here's my explanation. Sorry, my 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 tummy hurt. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's like some people in uh-huh. the Discord chat. They're like, "Oh, hope everything is all right." Ah, and I didn't want to be concerns. like, "Uh, yeah, don't don't worry, guys. Dream just." can make it or like i didn't <laughs> yeah no no it's okay it's okay to say i just you know i just didn't feel well and stuff so sorry about that and um yeah so now now that we're here the boys are back we figured we'd do the uh, the podcast for for today and another thing i genuinely thought today was going to be uh, a jam and stuff so i was <laughs> yeah, yeah. i was down to I, I came here to jam and uh kahai texted me we were filming something with our friend mike odo that you guys uh, that were super stoked for you guys to see um he's like hey is mike gonna stick around for the podcast because you know we need to bring the microphone from mike uh from mike and i'm like yes <laughs> the <laughs> podcast i was already on my way here like i was already in the car i'm like yeah 
the podcast today <laughs> uh, where the songs are due. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's my third apology. So which brings me to my third apology. Sorry, I I wrote stuff. I just didn't finish it, and and um and it's it was turning out you know pretty good. So I'm like I I don't want to show like. Um, half, you know, half of it. I'll, I'll finish it, but I'll do it next week. So I'm, I'm not gonna get you guys to wait until the next time of a podcast. I'll, I'll do my Sonic uh, next week during the, during the jam. If, if Kahai and uh, and Aaron still want to show you guys their stuff, uh, we, we can do that, you know, still or, or, or whatever, whatever, you know, whatever you guys want to do. I'm, I'm down with that. I just, I, I don't have my song ready for today. That's, that's all. And last week was just not happening, let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> lots of things are happening too. And my kid went back to school. It's like, you know, lots of lots of stuff, Kahai. Lots of real world adult things happened. <laughs> and in that bathroom, things got adult really fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, Kahai, um, Today we have uh, we have the podcast. So how this podcast works is we basically answer any and all of your questions, however we we may get them. If we get them via email, if we get them via um, the Ukulele on the Ground website, or if uh, if you guys type in anything in the chat, we are live. This is Ukulele on the Ground live podcast. Um, so you guys can type in your questions. And we'll try to answer them as best as we can. Type in whatever question you know, uh, preferably Ukulele questions, but you guys can ask us anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like health questions, working out. Stuff uh, right, like lifting weights, uh, basketball questions, perhaps you know. Maybe, maybe not, not <laughs> health questions from the guys who took a break because of health last week. So. <laughs> maybe not that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, basically, ask us anything, and, and we'll you know we'll try to give you the best possible yeah. answer that three dudes from Kauai can give. And however you interpret that, that that's how it is. We're not always going to give the most you know the yeah. accurate answers. Sometimes we'll try best. <laughs> <laughs> It's just being straight up, upfront with everyone. Uh, we have a lot of experience with the ukulele. You know, we're we're not perfect, but we'll try to give whatever experiences that we you know we we have had, mm-hmm. and uh, and try to give the best possible answer that we can give. Yeah. Okay, that's that's it. <laughs> that's the best thing that we that we can do, right? Yeah. We're not gonna be like we got all the answers. They're like, actually, no, that's <laughs> that is that is wrong. That is sometimes not. we have some <laughs> of the answers, yeah. right? So sometimes, sometimes yeah. we have all the Nicktoons answers. You know, we can do yeah. that. Like Yo- I think. Uh, Yoda asked, "What is the best anime show?" So, oh, I mean, show? Okay, I mean, <laughs> like what genre? That's it. You know, I mean, too general. Yeah, it's it's just too general. You just that's like saying, "What's your favorite fruit?" You know, like what sweet fruits, like sour fruits. You know, salty fruit. There's all kinds of different fruits. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Is that our first question? Our official first question, Kahai? Did did uh, he actually write that down? Yeah, you ought to actually. <laughs> okay, type that I mean, in the chat. you know, I'll I'll give you my top three. How about that? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a child of Dragon Ball, so I like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and all that stuff. I, I'm a huge, huge fan of One Piece. I think One Piece has the best story written ever, you know? Like, just... And, and just in general, I, and I'm talking that includes I don't know like the Iliad or, or whatever like Odyssey. It's just it's amazing. No, for and in all seriousness, if you guys have not checked out One Piece and you're interested in, in anime or manga and stuff, it's it's pretty much the most. Uh, it's the best written story of all time that I've ever that I've ever read. You know, and I've. I've read a lot of books, Kai. Mm-hmm. You know, all the Encyclopedia Browns, <laughs> <laughs> all the Clifford books. And it's this one piece is way better than all those. Okay? If if you 
<laughs> if you've been reading One Piece, that is a lot of book. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that in itself is a I lot think of book. Last, this past Sunday, it was chapter one thousand fifty-six. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Um, but and uh, one of one of my favorites of all time, Death Note. If you guys want just something like nice and quick that you guys can read in like a weekend or, or a week and stuff, if you want to take your time, Death Note. So well written. I love that like little cat and mouse of like two super duper smart dudes. Love it. Did you have you read Death Note, Kai? Of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So those are my top three um, manga slash animes of all time. Very shonen, you know, very shonen mangas. I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a shonen guy. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, what, what's what's yours, Aaron? What's your favorite anime? You were in the anime club oh, in, yeah. in college, so you you have a lot to say about the subject, right? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I wasn't in the anime club for the anime. <laughs> what for what some else? Of the can snacks. You... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're you're in it for for the manga, right? That's that's what you're in it for. Yeah. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you did, did you find any interesting that, that that they did watch or anything like that? Uh, that was like when uh, Naruto was Naruto? Popu- popular, okay. and I think I started watching Bleach mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, it was alright. Fun fact: uh, one of the original founding fathers of Ukula Underground, Ryan Isaki, and I used to have a Naruto podcast, which might still be up. It was called yeah. Ichiraku Ramen. You may be able to find it. <laughs> you might still be able to find it. That's that's how nerdy, like when, when I, you know, when I proclaim myself a nerd or a dork and, and stuff, like that's, I'm, I'm not saying that lightly, you know? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a 30-something-year-old man that still plays DDR in his house <laughs> and reads One Piece. All right, so Kai, how about you? <laughs> this is a legit question, guys. We gotta ask this question. Yeah. Uh, I'll give, how about I give, like, some of my favorite current? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I like, uh, oh, these are ma- manga, like, okay. uh, there's one called Drifting Dragons, another mm. one called, uh, Delicious in Dungeon, these are English titles, <laughs> and then, oh, I don't know, uh, what is the last one? Yeah, uh, what? Oh, uh, it, you know, well, it, this is super popular, so if you're in the anime scene, you've probably mm. heard of this, but it's Spy Family is good. Yeah. Oh, I've That's, heard of that. Yeah. 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 All right. So next question. See, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll answer anything. <laughs> Ask yeah. us anything. Maybe ukulele questions. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, yeah. preferably ukulele questions. But whatever. We'll ask, we'll answer anything. Right, Kai? Yep. We okay, have some ukulele. Next question. Okay. Uh, David, David said, uh, question, what are you doing to prepare for the San Diego concert? I'm looking Ooh. forward to watching. All right, that's a good that's a good question. There you go, cool question, Aaron, that's what you're looking for. Um, I just found out today that our set is going to be 30 minutes long, okay? So, um, because our set is 30 minutes long, that's kind of one of the, you know, the details that I really want to know about. It's like, is it an hour, is it 30 minutes, is it 15 minutes, do we get two songs, three songs, whatever? And that's, how I gauge like okay, so we have thirty minutes. Like, what do we what do we play? What's the flow of our you know of our set? Um, you know, what do we start with? Like, how you know do we start with something slow? Do we start with something fast? Do we like hit them right you know like right off the bat, or do we like kind of ramp it up? These are all um, things that you know that that I keep in mind and try to uh, try to iron out before you know before we we do it, and then maybe I'll try it out at the. Um, at the show on Wednesdays to see how these songs like get reactions and stuff. Um, 
that's usually what I like, you know, what I like to do. I mean, just in general. So I, I think about the audience, what kind of audience they have. San, you know, San Diego, like maybe something from like, you know, uh, like SoCal, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll play like Sublime, I, who knows? You know what I mean? But 30 minutes is not that long. If we had an hour, maybe like that would be one of, one of the definite things we might play. But uh, another thing I like to do is to make sure that my ukulele is in tip top shape. Um, you know, although I, you know, I, I love these uh, these Aldrin Guerrero strings, you know, from Aquila, the AG Cross AQ strings uh, on tour because I don't know like what the weather is like and I don't know what, you know, like uh, what my ukulele is, is going to do and, and like how we saw in the last concert and stuff. I just didn't change my strings, you know, and, and, and it snapped. That's not that's something that I don't want to happen, you know, during uh, during tour. So I tend to go for something uh, as far as you know, strings goes, I sacrifice a little bit of the sound to make sure that uh, the strings, you know, hold together for, for whatever beating I'm gonna give it that, like that week. So I, during tours, I usually slap on the uh, Diodari Pro Artis. And that's as honest as I'm gonna get, cause it's like, I endorse and made these strings, but on tour, I'm going to be using Pro Artis because as far as like, um, as strength and just overall like, um, if they're gonna hold, you know, hold their hold their tune and and and, and um, clarity and all that stuff. It comes close to to my strings, but with that extra level of uh, of strength. Okay, my strings are are prepared, you know, the the way that I like them for a nice consistent um, temperature, like you know, with like Hawaii weather and stuff. And um and sometimes it gets finicky. If it gets too hot, it might get flat. If it gets too cold, it might go sharp and stuff. But I've uh, I've used Pro Artis time and time again, and they've they've worked out just fine. Okay, just as far as like changes in temperature, because yeah. we're gonna go from Hawaii to to San, San Diego. Diego, it might be hotter or... there. So you know, yeah. like, and um, I don't know what the humidity is like, you know over there I might I might look that up and stuff but for the most part pro artists should you know like uh, should work for whatever um, whatever climate is, is gonna be thrown at us and you know I've, I've done this for years kind of like before I don't really like using pro artists like just you know as an everyday kind of you know kind of strings and stuff I just don't think to give me the volume that I want you know um, but they they are the clarity is great the intonation is great and um, the sustain is great but personally back before I started using these strings I kind of liked the uh, Didar titaniums but whenever I you know I would take them out on tour the titaniums were just not that great like keeping their intonation. Like I just noticed that they were so sensitive. Yeah, when, to, you, uh, when you change temperature yeah. and humidity. Especially and... like when, whenever we went like anywhere north, like Northwest or anything like that, I had Diodario, uh, I had the, um, the titaniums when we went to New York and it was <laughs> just like a nightmare, like uh -huh. keeping it in tune, you know? And um, yeah, so things like that. I try to keep that in mind. Also um, making sure, you know, I, 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 wipe down my ukulele and make sure it's nice and presentable because I am going to be seeing people and you know I want the best representation of, of my ukulele because Kanile did an amazing job make the, uh, making all my ukes and I don't want people to be like hey why is this so grimy Kanile is this way and it's not their fault you know it's mine the Kanile is beautiful but my you know like after, after eating too many Poke Bowls here at, from, <laughs> from Pono Market it's just you know that's gonna get on my fretboard you know what I mean um, or musubis or whatever it may be. So <laughs> that's something that I, uh, that I like to do before going out on tour. Um, 
uh, changing out the batteries for my stuff, like batteries on my ukulele, batteries for uh, for my DI. I like to use my um, LR bags. Uh, what is it called? What is that? I forgot the name now. Do you guys venue? Do you venue? Yeah, the LR bags. Thank you, Kahai. The LR bags venue, um, which is just a you know a nine volt battery. So I just you know I just change the nine volt in my ukulele, nine volt in that. Make sure that all my you know. Um, all my wires are up to up to speed and stuff. I think I'm gonna be changing wires because my wires been acting up on some of our Wednesday performances. So I'm definitely gonna change that out. Any like anything that I can control, I definitely try to do. And then um, I don't know, like uh, on a more personal level, like um, this week because I'm we're like two weeks out before the tour and stuff. I just st stopped eating sugar. <laughs> like I kind of stopped eating, you know, like anything that would that would. Um, that would be bad for me, I guess. Like I eat normal, just cut out sugar, that's all. So that when, when I get there, the energy that I'm burning comes from food rather than like junk food <laughs> that I normally run off of, you know? I like to burn clean energy when, when, you know, when I can. So that's, uh, that's something that I like to do. So other than that, everything, everything goes, you know? And like, that's, that's really the only things that I can control. Unless you guys want to full on specific, like, what do you bring on the plane? Like, how many Game Boys do you play? <laughs> what games are you playing? What snacks are you bringing? <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, we have uh, mm -hmm. more questions. Yeah. So, what, uh, wait, wait, wait. What are you, Aaron? You're going on tour also. What do you What do you do to get ready for the tour? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe I should do those things. <laughs> <laughs> change strings, change batteries. <laughs> yeah, I should probably do that. But... <laughs> Yeah. Guys, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, Vicky said, is a diminished chord always a seventh? Um, with the ukulele, yeah. I mean, just to get that nice tension, you know, of, of it, I feel like that the seventh is, is going to be, you know, the, the best voicing for, for ukulele. And just holding it feels, you know, and the way that it sounds. Holding it, the how you're, you know, how you're putting your fingers. To me, a lot of people tend to go like, ah, oh, Diminished chords are so hard to like to hold and to, to put your fingers on because all four and it goes kind of zigzag and stuff. But I think of it as as the two G's, the G and the G seven, just mm -hmm. all at the same time. Here's the G seven and here's the G. See the G just going on right on top like that, and the G seven down here. And the guy who can ex you know who who can explain it just left, which is Mike Odo. So <laughs> as far as specifics goes, we're we're, we're gonna wait until Mike comes down and yeah. explain the uh, the seventh part of this diminished. But um, diminished sevens are, are just a lot easier because uh, diminished chords three you know like three notes and stuff. Um, but since we have four strings, we might as well play that seventh. That's just how I've always kind of taken it. It just makes it that much easier. Yeah, for ukulele, pretty much it's always sevenths but then for just music in general yeah it can be it can be either or yeah, right? like it can yeah, be yeah. and it cannot be one flat three and flat five yeah, yeah. okay um what is oh uh josh ash asked what is your favorite filipino dish Ooh, that is that is a, that's another loaded question like you're talking sweet dish talking like, <laughs> you know ah jeez. i mean just uh, adobo, I guess, you know, I, I, I think people would judge me if I didn't say that, like this is the <laughs> national dish, right? Adobo, but if, if we're talking, you know, if we're taking a deep dive of like what my actual like, you know, um, ever since my dad passed, I haven't had um, this, uh, this dish because we would, you know, 
sorry to all of you like <laughs> people Vegan. out there, vegans out there. Like I, you know, I grew up like it, it, yeah, it, we, <laughs> you know, like taking the animal and, and, and cooking that and taking every piece, all that good stuff. That's yeah, just kind no of waste. how I grew up. No waste, you know. And it's just cool because I I know what I'm you know what I'm cooking and putting in my body and stuff. But sankuchar they call it. It's a it's an Ilocano dish, and it's. And this is gonna put some people off and stuff, but it's like it's it's got bile in it. It's you know if you're like, oh, why did you eat bile? But it's I I am as traditional as they go as far as you know, like as far as Philippines. I'm from the Philippines. I was there till I was eight, and uh, and my parents and my grandparents, you know, we're, we're all first generation Filipinos. So we brought a lot of our stuff from our culture over here to uh, to to Hawaii, and we still practice a lot of those, you know, and. My my mom still has that you know <clears throat> they call it the horse but it's something that you sit on and you grind the coconut mm -hmm. on you know and so she still has that it makes you know makes her own coconut milk yeah. you know that way it's just so much better if you guys ever um, you know I've had like Filipino desserts and stuff made with like the canned coconut milk versus like actual coconut milk that you make yourself it's night and day so yeah sangkuchar and uh, sweet dish should be kuchinta. But yep. for other people are like, what are those? Like adobo. <laughs> That's chicken to be particular. <laughs> yeah. Uh Dara or Dara said, uh, is the One Piece anime as good as the book? And is it also worth it? I mean, some, you know, I think recently, like the uh the anime has been really, really, really good. Like depending on who produces the uh, that particular episode. But <clears throat> right now in Wano Country, some some of that stuff is like it's it's just the best anime direction that I've ever seen. Like it's it's good stuff. So uh, the the earlier ones are kind of rough. I would just read, you know, like the earlier episodes. But once it gets, because it was like made in nineties, like the late nineties or something. So mm. the first few episodes <laughs> were like very campy looking, you know. Yeah. But then once we get to like you know like twenty tens or you know anything past twenty fifteen, it's like the animation starts to get a little bit better. But um, read it. I would suggest read it because it. You know, you're, you look at like a thousand something episodes versus a thousand something chapters where you can get through like however many chapters in like in 30 minutes rather than just one episode in that 30 minutes. Yeah, because they, they stretch out some chapters to yeah. multiple episodes. And then there's like fillers and stuff, but like yeah. a thousand, I, I haven't, I've seen some episodes of the anime. I haven't like watched the whole thing just because who has time for that? I've, I've, I'm a kid now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so Juan asked, uh, yeah. how come when I'm trying to do the tremolo with my yeah. thumb, it feels like it keeps on getting stuck? What am I doing wrong from keeping it from flowing? Hmm. Um, I mean, I would have to see it just to kind of understand how you're approaching the tremolo. But for the most part, it's all about angles, you know, like um, you have to kind of angle your thumb and your nail kind of like how you would with a uh, with, with a pick. Let's see if we have a regular pick. Here. No, just a thumb pick. Okay. so. Just like a thumb pick, and you can see. I just kind of want to show the angle here, Kai. So this is your ukulele, right? If the ang the angle should be like this, where it just goes down, up, down, up, down, up, like that. Yeah, that's how it should look like. It's it's seriously that angle. So when you take your your thumb and you plant your finger down, your thumb should be at that same angle. I'm gonna show it to you like this. That just like when you would uh, use a regular pick, which is that same angle. It's like 90 degrees. So this 90 degree angle on the, uh, you know, on, on whatever string that you're, because uh, if you're taking it like, like at a 45 and stuff, 
it's it's gonna get stuck, you know, like you're gonna get stuck here, like where the where, where your nail and, and and flesh meet. But here, it's just you know, like using your pure nail to go down and up on the string, like so. So when you're doing tremolos, that's why it looks hidden because um, I'm trying to get that 90 degree angle. Because if I were to do it this way, that's that's why you're, you're gonna get that, yeah. So it's all about angles. So without even seeing it, uh, you know, 90% of the time, it's it's the angle of your, you know, of how you're hitting it. Also, the length of your nail, you know, kind of, you know, kind of matters and stuff. If it's too short, then of course, same thing is gonna get caught with your, you know, with your flesh. Um, you want you want to hit as much as possible, just nail. Yeah. I think uh, like how you do it too, yeah. how you do the tremolo where it's more of your wrist moving yeah. than your actual thumb. I think some people think it's like the thumb. It's the thumb going down and down. And I mean, I can do a tremolo that way too, but yeah. But for the most part, this right here, mm -hmm. it's it's this, like is this hand kind of going up. I think, yeah. And doing it with the wrist kind of doesn't allow yeah. you to like get it stuck. You're like pushing forward with your mm -hmm. wrist anyways. Whereas like with your thumb, maybe you like kind of hit it with your thumb and that's where it's like you're feeling like it's getting stuck. Right. But then if you're doing it smoothly with your wrist, right? Like the wrist motion kind of like carries it up and down anyways. Yeah. Like it just mm -hmm. kind of yeah. falls. Yeah. And depends on if you're planting a finger too, that yeah. that helps. Because if you're, if you're not planting it and you're just using just the wrist like a strum, kind of works. I've seen like Chris Salvador do it that way, you know? Mm -hmm. It's possible, but then it's just a lot better, if, you know, like, Fingers like how Jake does. Jake does it like this. Calais does it with the pointer finger. It's I do mine with my middle finger like yeah. this. And that's why the, you see the pointer finger move because it's really the whole hand or like the you know the wrist going up and down. And if it was just the thumb, it would look like this, right? But it's really just the, for more control. It's like the whole wrist. Try to get a better angle at it. It doesn't have to be a full 90 degree uh, like angle, but um, that's. As 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 best as you can to get just the nail. That's that's what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Susan said, "Is it easy to do with a pick?" Um. Yeah. Actually, you know, like because when you when you hold a pick, just like with a thumb pick, I wish I had regular picks. But uh, when you hold a thumb pick, you put it on your thumb like this, and this, you know. Oh yeah. There you go. So, because the pick looks like that anyway, and you're just kind of like pinching it with your thumb and your pointer finger. So it looks like that. So you're gonna get that 90 degree angle a lot easier. Yeah, without having to yeah, like reposition your, your yeah, hand. Yeah, your, your wrist like this. So, you know, a lot of people don't even bother with, you know, with the wrist thing. I think once I get older, <laughs> like and this wrist thing is just not gonna be as, as fast or as, uh, you know, as, as healthy as, as it is now, I'm probably just gonna switch over to, to thumb pick, which I slowly am kind of. <laughs> it's just, it gets in the way of like strumming and yep. your chunking. Yeah, so when you chunk, because I use this side of my, uh, the side of my thumb to chunk, it, this is gonna get in the way, so. It's not yeah. the cleanest, you know, sounding. I know Kanye just got me this new beautiful thing, <laughs> and I'm already like destroyed it using picks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like, mm. yeah. For for the most part, mm. we would we would recommend you to do everything without a pick if yeah, possible. possible. But um, yeah, they have their place. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I'm you know, I use it. I used it in the past, like. 
How are we many months now? <laughs> okay, uh, Jamie said, yep. I get confused on some things. Is a flat note the same as a minor and a sharp the same as a major? Have not found anything to clarify. Hmm, no. I mean, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> the answer is not. I wonder where, where that's coming from. Yeah. Is it maybe because I mean, like, people say, like, oh, that's like, like a minor, minor third yeah. or whatever. But it's th that doesn't necessarily mean flat. You know, like a minor mm -hmm. third I, is a flat third. Yeah, you know? I think. Like, and then that it can, a minor third can be flat, but yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. mean that it is flat. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um,. Yeah, the, the the jargon is is kind of just weird in general, to be honest with you. Like, uh, but it doesn't necessarily um, minor doesn't necessarily mean flat, and flat doesn't necessarily mean minor. But you can use those terms to to you know to mean that. Just minor third just means um, when you're doing say like a major scale, the third is a major. You know, since so, so you're going from the uh, from the fifth fret to the seventh fret, but minor third would, would mean that which makes out C minor chord you know or a C minor scale right um, so it, like it, it can but it doesn't necessarily mean it's it's flat it just means that's that's the uh, the the scale steps that you're taking okay so yeah I would just I think it's just safe to just not associate flat with minor associate it isn't like okay well in the minor scale what would be the third of that so the third would be the E flat mm -hmm. okay and it, just because I said E flat doesn't necessarily mean that all of them are gonna be a whatever flat because uh, for example if you're playing a I don't know maybe I shouldn't confuse yeah. like A minor like A minor the minor third is a C note so like Mm -hmm. not it, it doesn't necessarily anything. mean that. Yeah. So that's yeah. so just get it out of your head. Like minors, like automatically mean flat or flat automatically mean minors and stuff. But just it you you can. It's it's a bit confusing, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just the terminology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're flatting mm, the third, the third. <laughs> but it's not, it's not. But not really necessarily. The the note is called a flat. Yeah. yeah. So this would be like a C major and the C minor because you took the third and you flat it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the note has yeah. the, the mm -hmm. flat in it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah. I kind of feel like uh, if you hear like may oh that's a, mm -hmm. um, like a minor third or major third mm -hmm. two that's like getting up with pretty specific music theory and it can be interesting, but then that is where it, like it can also be pretty confusing too, right? Because yeah, it yeah. becomes like, uh, even those things are like very nitpicky almost where mm -hmm. it's like, sometimes it's called this, sometimes it's called mm -hmm. that. And it just m depends on certain things, right? But like, mm -hmm. yeah, so. Yeah. Don't... And then also when you're playing music, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, doesn't... it goes so fast. As yeah, long yeah. as you're playing something I mean... that sounds good, it doesn't matter what like, you call it. Yeah. I think even someone like Abe, it's like, yeah. I mean, he knows what it is. Yeah. He knows exactly yeah, yeah, what he's yeah. playing, but he's not thinking those terms when he's and yeah, yeah, going. of course. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it has to be. It, it so almost mm -hmm. has to come automatically. Yeah, yeah, and and like probably too. Like mm -hmm. uh, there are some cases where it can be useful when you're talking to another musician, but even then, mm -hmm. too, there's other way easier ways to just say like, yeah, play B flat. You know, like instead <laughs> of oh, play the the minor third. Yeah. The, the, you know, so it, it mm -hmm. like 
it's useful if you're maybe you're becoming a music student and you're gonna like study music theory <laughs> but then in general it's like eh, it's not that great you yeah. know or it's not that useful okay yeah next um <laughs> Oh, okay. Andre said, I would yeah. like to try more open tuning, mm -hmm. uh, James Hill style, uh, but I don't know how far I can or should stretch the existing strings. Oh, I mean, that's that's up to your comfort level. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because it can be it could be anything. I mean, you can just take a take a whatever chord that you want, you know, like if if your strings can reach that, then then by all means, go for it. If your strings can comfortably reach it whatever you're comfortable <laughs> with it can be that you know or you can swap out the string or whatever it may be but that's that's totally up to you and i'm sure james didn't go by any you know like any kind of restrictions on like what what he's gonna do and uh, and he just just tried it out he's like okay well this can go this high or this can go this you know this slow or whatever um i would like to go this slow maybe i'll swap out my string and stuff it's just whatever you're comfortable experimenting with it this is a lot easier if you have multiple ukes you know um but if you just have one ukulele it, it's a bit tough because you know you're, you're gonna swap it out you're gonna try the tuning and if you don't like it in order to play normal you gotta take it out again and restring the thing um i would suggest you know uh experimenting but only if you have multiple ukuleles and just to see what, what goes so what i mean by this is for example you want you want an open tuning i don't know like um like the easiest one, because right now it's, a, it's an A minor seven chord when you play an, uh, an open, right? But so it can be an open. This is basically an open A minor seven tuning. So this is an open, you know, an open tuning, technically, right? Yeah. Um, but there's an open minor tuning. Okay. Um, you can make it a major tuning um, by because we know C E G make up the C triad the c major triad uh the a is not necessarily there that's what makes it that a minor seven okay so the a uh the closest you can get either is a g you can tune this down to a g or up to a c so you would then have two c's e and g that's why when we place our finger here this is a this is a, you know c chord right mm -hmm. so we can just tune our bottom string to this note then we no longer have to place our finger there it'll just be an open tuning Okay, or we can uh, we can take this and we can just tune this down to this. So we just had two G's, and um, I don't want to detune it because it's gonna, it's gonna go out crazy. But we can just tune uh, you know tune the A to to this, which we then get C E and then two G's. So it'll still be an open tuning C. It's not just that, that's just the most basic, but you can do something like a B flat where like or or an F an open F. You can do an open any like anything really that that's close to you know the first three frets because I would say that that's safe for me the first three four frets. So a B flat, you can tune the top string G to this B flat note here. You can tune this uh, C string to this D here. You can tune the E string to this F here, the A string to this B flat here. That's really all it is. Instead of uh, placing your fingers to fret to play the chord, you can just, you know, like tune strum your string up yes. and strum them open. That's really what open tuning means. It's just that when you strum it open, it's, it's playing a certain chord, okay? So F would be super easy. You would just have to tune this, uh, you know, this G string to an A, this E string to an F, then you would have an open F tuning. You could have an open D tuning. You can have an open whatever it is you want, C7 tuning, whatever. You know, it doesn't have to be majors and minors. It's gonna be seven chords. If you're, you know, if you like playing stuff like blues and whatever those are fun to experiment with but this is exactly what i mean by experimenting you know um see what sounds good to you because it doesn't have to be those you know it can be like uh it could be a 
you know, uh, not just not just a B flat, maybe like a B flat major seven if, if you want to, you know. So his his bebe is like B E B E that mm-hmm. you know that he does. It's basically just the you know the one and one one four one four it's like, like a power you know, chord, that, like open power, power chord. chord. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh yeah yeah. <laughs> I think the the only or one thing... five what's our one five E is the mm-hmm. E is the one B is the five. Yeah. 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 I think the only thing is like if it's an older uke, you might want to be more careful, or like just if it's like seems mm-hmm. like more of a fragile uke, mm-hmm. because when you're tuning up, you are adding tension yes, to yes. the o- overall thing. Yeah. So if you're not really sure how much your uke can take, mm-hmm. don't just like start tensioning mm-hmm. the whole thing. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even like tuning it up like a whole step, just to the second fret, that might be like too much for some of you. And also, be mindful of the strings and how much tension yeah. the strings yeah. can do. But especially your you, what kind yeah. of tension your you can handle. So like <laughs> maybe just do if you're planning to go up. Like just tune it up half a step, you know, and then kind of mm-hmm. like wait a little bit, see how your you takes it, and like mm-hmm. especially like I would say like check the bridge because if the bridge is glued down, it mm-hmm. might start to like pull up, you know, mm-hmm. even. So if you see any of that, then you can like release mm-hmm. the tension. But mm-hmm. yeah, just like uh, I th- I think I don't know when you tune it up and then you feel how tight the strings get, mm-hmm. you can feel like how tense <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, too, yeah. Tight. it's too much. Yeah. yeah, because you still want to be able to do stuff with it. Because if you're doing open tuning, I mean, I guess you just maybe you just want you know your uh, your your bar chords to be super easy. Because if you're playing an open tuning as major, then that means bar chords are all major. You know, like if this was this was C, and this must be F, and that must be G, like really, you know, really easy chords. But for the most part, a lot of people who experiment with uh, with tuning want to do pickings and stuff. So if you're doing pickings and uh, the tension is too high, uh, you're really going to feel the difference, you know? Yeah. But yeah, experiment. Especially if you have multiple ukuleles, yeah. or <laughs> only if you have multiple ukuleles. But whatever, do whatever you want, you know? I think, yeah. <laughs> and when we talk to James about yeah. it, I think it is like a thing... Uh, like I like to play with open tuning too Mm -hmm. and it does like uh, James said it kind of puts you in a different like headspace or mind space Mm -hmm. from standard tuning so that's where it's like you can kind of get more creative that way because you know like it turns you into like almost a beginner again you know and just like mm-hmm. exploring like the unexplored like yeah. you're you're just trying out what what sounds good because you know like th- we know that this is a c we know this is an f we know this is a g in my mind i know what the limitations are you know like of, of these chords or these fingerings and stuff but if i'm playing something completely new there's like almost no rules at that point you know like yeah. i can just play whatever sounds good yeah yeah and it, or like it's really like you're a kid again mm-hmm. where it's like you just put your finger down and it's like yeah. does this sound good nope yeah 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 i don't know what the, the name <laughs> of this is but, but it sounds good sounds yeah. good yeah. so i'm gonna play it because i remember you know when when i was starting out with the ukulele like i didn't know what you know what pretty much almost all the like the, the chords of the neck that i was playing you know mm-hmm. like i don't know what they were yeah, and yeah. stuff it but wasn't it fit, until fit for the song that i was <laughs> yeah, playing too exactly so. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was. I think I've said this before, but it wasn't until like we started doing ukulele underground. I was almost forced to like, what is this, uh-huh. so that I can explain it to the yeah, camera yeah. or to for the lesson. But really, I just played whatever sounded good. So that's one way to get back that sense of wonder again. You know, of yeah. like, huh? I wonder if I put my finger here if it sounds good. And it's like, wow, what is this new voicing and stuff? You know, cool. I think yeah, and I think <laughs> that for us in hawaii like it's very common that Mm. local people don't know like what they're playing what the name of the chord is (laughs) 
because like we've we've talked about it before right like we talked to people yeah. who go oh you're playing like a high c <laughs> and i was like uh, what are you talking like uh, yeah. high c yeah, but yeah. that's just their way of like that's a pretty common term in hawaii yeah, trying to high communicate high d high c yeah trying to communicate something right and they don't know yeah. like exactly what <laughs> if you ask them like oh what uncle what chord are you playing they're like i don't you just put your fingers on these strings and you just press <laughs> it down. Just, yeah. press. Like, just press. And I just know, I know this is a G, but you play this chord after G every single time. Mm -hmm. I think it was only till later that I was like, oh, that is like a C, or that's like a pretty mm -hmm. complicated C major mm -hmm. seven add nine <laughs> yeah. chord, but they have yeah. no idea what it is. So. I remember mm -hmm. like going, you know, going to the beach and like, and, and being shown like my diminished chord. I was, I was at um, at shipwrecks, like by, by the Hyatt here in Kauai. Mm -hmm. And then um, some surfer comes up and he's like, bro, check this out, check this out. <laughs> oh, what is that? You know, it's uh, like, I'll just put play this, and then because uh, we were playing Hey Hawaii El, and that's like the the chord for it. And there's like, yeah, yeah. There's that chord in there, and we didn't know what it was, and we're just like, so we just played G seven there. <laughs> yeah, we go back to you know the the song, but he's like, oh, check this out, check this out. Play on oh, different G seven. Oh, mean. <laughs> Oh, that's, well, mean is, is is a good thing here in you know, here in Hawaii. So it's mm -hmm. like someone goes up to you, oh, mean, how you play? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mean is good. Like, oh, that's so so good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Next. Jamaican butter said, I bought a set of strings which came with a low G. The mm -hmm. low G string is a metal wound string, while the rest appear to just be nylon. Is this yeah. common? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if it's like a low G or, or a C and stuff. If the C is uh, like aluminum wound, that's that's pretty common, you know. Um, low G is probably the most common. It's it's usually um, yeah, it's usually that that kind of wound string. It's actually less common to see um, you know to see a nylon low G rather than to see a um, you know a, a wound low G and that's that's all for tension just the, the wound ones can just handle a little yeah. bit more tension than um, than, than the non-wound ones yeah and it's like a preference because like not like some non-wound low G's yeah. can get like kind of floppy and people don't yeah. like the feeling of that mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah so that's yeah super super normal yeah. Uh, Juan, he said, uh, is it wrong to use your index finger as your tremolo finger? No. I mean, the, some of the greats did that, you know, like uh, Troy Fernandez being one of, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard of that guy before. Like Troy Fernandez uses his pointer finger, like lots and lots of people use their pointer finger to, to tremolo. And it would be the same kind of attack, 90 degrees. So here's how I would you know, kind of do it. I'll take my my fingers off here. Usually I put my fingers down like this, but just imagine my fingers down so you can see the, the thing. So it's like that. So you just kind of, if my nail was long, it would sound awesome, but it's, it's not because I do a lot of this stuff, you know, like, so that pointer finger gets yeah, brittle and, and, and weak and stuff. So I can't really use my pointer finger. But I think um, if you look back in some of the archives, like when my pointer finger was long, I, I tried it just to get that, you know, I think in uh, what, what song there's a, the Tropical Hawaiian Day. Oh, is it OP Man? Uh, I that know. I was using my pointer finger. I think one you said specifically, like you tried to replicate Troy. How yeah, Troy just just it, to right? give that you know like that visual yeah, yeah, of like yeah. what, how Troy Fernandez plays it and stuff. Because if I play the no if even if I play the same exact note that Troy is playing, someone's gonna watch Troy play it. Like that's not how Troy played it. <laughs> so I wanted to give that authentic, you know, like Troy <laughs> Fernandez uh, style to to the thing. And shout out to Troy. Really, really, you know, inspirational to. To, to 
ukulele players um, yeah. our age, you know? Yeah, so um, you used to use, yes. like when, when you started, yeah. started playing, picking, you mm-hmm. used to use your pointer finger. Yeah. So like what made you change to the thumb? It's honestly that, because once like, you know, Pure Heart started coming out and all these, you know, like all these really heavy strums, you know, kind of songs and stuff started mm-hmm. happening, my pointer finger would just, you know, it would just be super brittle so i watched um a, a guy from the band imua mm-hmm. you know the uh the, i now i think the imua is just the one guy or the two dudes and stuff but when it was the three guys in the first album mm-hmm. the uh the ukulele player who also played a um an ovation that's why i kind of got an ovation i love like seeing that guy because he was <laughs> he, like he wasn't really celebrated you know like, uh-huh. like he was there he's a great ukulele player but no one mentioned the dude. Like yeah. he was, he was great. Yeah. I don't even know his name now. You know, as, like, as far as like ukulele <laughs> legends. But can. yeah, because it was pre Pure Heart, uh-huh. and I wasn't like on Oahu, like watching Jake Shimabukuro play before he put out the Pure Heart album. So mm-hmm. I wasn't aware. And uh, and since I'm not from Oahu, I don't use my thumb because I didn't come from like the Roy Sakuma school of ukulele. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that that was like the common thing to do. I just knew Char Fernandez, so I used my pointer finger. But it just kept breaking, and I was actually getting kind of discouraged you know uh-huh. like it to to do you know those kind of pickings and then i went to um a performance from imua uh, not garza the, the band imua and i saw the guy like picking with his thumb i'm like oh that's genius uh-huh. <laughs> like and he had the full-on like fake nails and stuff yeah. I'm like oh that's crazy and i was like why are your nails so long i was like oh it's to dig my nose <laughs> like you know he's super funny and i'm like that is that is crazy so i started kind of trying it out and it made sense because i'm like the thumb is thicker like yeah this it's just not gonna break as as easy as my pointer finger so i switched over from um pointer finger nail to thumbnail mm-hmm. yeah See? Yep. So, I, I feel like the tone is better. Yeah, like yeah, I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't replicate the thumb tone using my pointer yeah. finger. Point is just that it's thinner. That's why so yeah. you get a really thin sound from it. So, for example, my my middle finger, I can kind of pick mm-hmm. versus. Yeah, it's, just, it's, yeah. it's like a more whole sound. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. but I... Rounded. You know, yeah, yeah. Rounded but I have a hard thing. time picking with my thumb, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> practice. Yeah, that's practice. One, one of those things yeah. where, like, you've got to commit to, like, mm. learning how to do that. Mm. Because it, it's not the most dexterous no, finger yeah, that yeah, you yeah, have. Yeah, right. yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's natural to do this, but you still got to practice it. Yeah, you, you know, have yeah. to. Because mm. yeah. uh, so any, any fingers, nails on the fingers and stuff... Uh, is is a bit on the on the thinner side uh, as compared to your thumb. Yeah, your fingernails are yeah. thinner on your finger. Like yeah, your, or, oh, but yeah. I mean, unless you go to like a salon and get you know get a yeah, get a nail gel or something like it, it works. Mm-hmm. Works. We've talked about that extensively here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, uh, Junko said, "I have a yeah. question. What prompted you to start ukulele?" Um. Uh, I've, uh, I think I've said this story before, but you know, as if, if you're a new viewer and stuff, it's really like I play guitar. Yeah, I was I was into music as my family's into music, and um, I was attending a um, a practice, a worship practice for church. Uh, I'm, I'm Catholic and you know and Filipino, so it's like we, we love, <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah, you know those two things uh, from the Philippines. So you know that that Catholic runs deep in my in my blood. So. Uh, we're you know we're rehearsing for you know worship songs and stuff for uh, for church and my my uncle my dad you know like they they were played guitars for the uh, for the worship practice and you know I, I was kind of taught to play guitar so that I can one day be the guitar player for the church 
Uh, I saw uh, one of the people that went to that, you know, went to that church rehearsal um, bring an ukulele. And I was, I was eight, you know, I just came, I just moved to Hawaii. And I'm like, what is that? Like, I can I carry that? Because I was carrying a guitar around. I was like, hey, you know? So I was like, what is that thing? That, so I, I asked the lady, I'm like, could I, you know, could I try that? Like, is, is, it, is it okay? And she taught me, you know, my first few chords, C, A minor, F, G7. She taught me to play surf. That was my first song. I'm like, this, can I just play this? This is way easier and way more fun. Because guitar was just not fun for like an eight-year-old, you know, like that wasn't really that into it to begin with but yeah. once i started playing ukulele i'm like this i can get into this so you know i, I told my parents like i wanted that and uh, i was also part of uh, of the music group in in elementary call, uh, school called silver lining and in silver lining they actually encouraged the kids you know they had a, a wall of ukuleles that you can sign out you know you can uh, you can borrow it and practice at home and stuff so i asked my uh my teacher, Mrs. Shintani, so shout out to Mrs. Cheryl Shintani. Um, she she lent me, you know, one of the ukuleles from Silver Lining, and she taught me, you know, like how how to play it properly. And anytime I had a question and stuff, Mrs. Shintani, my first ever ukulele teacher, not counting the the church lady that you know that mm -hmm. brought and stuff, Cheryl Shintani. Thank you for everything. You're you're the one who who <laughs> really like nurture that like that curiosity and you know and 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 love for the ukulele so big big ups Cheryl Shitani. <laughs> she's she's still here she she was she became the pr uh, principal of Kolo school which is my alma mater and then went off to to do a bunch of other stuff she's <laughs> awesome she's awesome she's, she's still around and i see her and she's like i remember you <laughs> like, oh yeah no you uh, lady <laughs> yeah I, I remember you <laughs> so yeah. Big, big, big life. credit. Yes, for real. You know, <laughs> she was uh, she was my Excel teacher. Remember Excel that uh, mm -hmm. that that program? Yeah. So she was like my Excel science teacher. She just made everything fun. And um, I remember she brought like moon rocks, like legit moon rocks, mm -hmm. to 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 class. <laughs> and she she had like the, the briefcase and like, with the you know wow. like the code and everything. Yeah. And I just remember her to be like my favorite teacher in elementary school because she wasn't who taught me how to play ukulele. She brought cool stuff like you know like 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 moon rocks. It had the biggest crush on Brad Pitt at the time. <laughs> she had like yeah. Brad Pitt posters like in the classroom. Like this is appropriate. <laughs> but it was cool, man. It's all. Yeah. Love you, musician Tati. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I, I don't think it's like every teacher, but I yeah. think Koi is a little bit different. Where it's like if you bring in a, a uke to your classroom, mm -hmm. and you know you're just hanging out and you're playing, like there's a chance that your teacher will go, "Oh, let me try, let me try, let me show you how, something to do." <laughs> They're not a music teacher or anything. Yeah, They're just yeah, yeah. gonna play it, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Because everyone learns to play the ukulele like at yeah. about fourth grade, so like everyone has a little bit of experience with it, you know? Yeah. Usually, it's like you learn a song or something on mm. ukulele for mayday or some kind of yeah, like yeah, school yeah. event. So yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody cool. knows it. Yeah. So that's that's my origin story. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know. I wish it was more interesting, but it's it's that. It's really just like I was some some Catholic kid <laughs> doing stuff for worship. Yeah. All right. Next. Uh, I think that's pretty much all the questions. Um, mm -hmm. Do you want to, uh, Aaron? Yeah. Do you want to play our play songs yourself? today? And then we can also pick the person the yeah. who did their song challenge too. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you want me to go first? I don't uh, mind. Yeah, you have your stuff. Put my yeah. feet down so I can give you guys my full attention. Sorry once again. I don't know my my song already, but I'll have it ready by next week. I promise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Pull it up here. 
I don't know how long a plot this is going to be, but if. Well, so well, what what was the what was the guidelines, Kai? Let's let's say what the guidelines were first. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the main thing was that you write something about, or you write in the key of A, and mm -hmm. then it's something to do with juicy fruits, right? Juicy fruits. Yep. yep. And then some bonuses were hats and clothes, duet, big warm sunny day, ghost peppers. Yep. That's. Yeah. And for those of you folks who don't know, you know, like every now and then we do what's called a songwriting challenge here on Ukulele Underground podcast. And um, you, you write a song based on the, um, you know, the, the, the guidelines that we, that we put out or the, you know, the, the people in the chat and, and us as a group, like uh, put together as a, uh, as a guideline. And um, we, we, we encourage you guys to write stuff and you guys can send it over to us and then uh, we'll take those names that who, whoever you know sent in songs or wrote songs and then we give them a nice little reward and i think i was just gonna give them a nice little like sticker pack and, and cd or something mm -hmm. or strings okay. or something like that yeah yeah so go ahead Three different kind of mm. like mm. fills or riffs, mm. and then I was thinking like which of them I'm gonna use or what something. But then mm. I was just like, I'm just gonna put them all together, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, instead of choosing one. Yeah, it's cohesive. That's good. Yeah, and, yeah. and then it's like uh, it's kind of weird, but some of the middle chords are from uh, I just basically took a can't keep my eyes off of you because I was like mm. listening to that. I took some of the chords, but then by the time it's like at this stage, the chords are pretty different. So it's mm -hmm. like, you can't even hear mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And then the beginning and the end chords are drop, baby, drop. Cause I thought like, <laughs> oh, it's like a mango, right? Oh, Juicy oh, mango. Nice. Okay. All right. So it's just nice. like A, yeah. B minor, nice, C nice. minor and E7. So yeah. But then I, we, we said like, right. Like mm -hmm. just take songs you like and then try and like, you mm -hmm. know, like mm -hmm. use pieces of it mm -hmm. as your own. I think it really is like you if you do that like most of the times you change so much of it that mm -hmm. by the end yeah. it's not really recognizable yeah so, it's yeah. your own song yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Good job. what'd you call it oh i just called it juicy fruit yeah it's it's like it's got a very summer feel to it you know like and uh -huh. very juicy like yeah. it's it could be like in a commercial or whatever, or it could be like Summer of 69, you know, like that kind of feel, like that, yeah. nice, man. It, it sounded sort of like that, uh, 
Well, it was like kind of eight bit e. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then it was it was sort of that like mm-hmm. uh, Japanese sort of like that right, yeah. city pop mm-hmm. type of. Uh, yeah. Uh, like uh, that's uh, me and Aaron have been like trading songs with each other, kind of, and we've been trading like disco songs. So I've <laughs> been kind of into that. But then I also showed Aaron a song called Plastic Love mm-hmm. that I liked. And I took the bass of that, actually. Oh. Like, kind of not, not not really, like, the actual notes of the bass, but mm-hmm. just the rhythmic pattern of the bass. Yeah. And then I applied it to this song, yeah. too. So. Oh, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Okay. Uh, shall I just play... i uh-huh. 
tell us, tell us about it. Tell us about uh, yeah, it. Tell so this it. one, like, um, <laughs> I, was, I was telling Kahai before, yeah. like, I feel like the songwriting process, if uh, you were to graph it out, yeah. like, if your x-axis is time, <laughs> and then, like, uh, your y-axis is, like, doneness of the song, yeah. how, how completed the song is, it, it like, scrolls sideways on the bottom for like a long time <laughs> like you know spikes up yeah yeah it's like you know like you you have like yeah. draft number one yeah. and it's like way down here mm -hmm. and then it goes along for like a while and it's like you have like seven drafts and all of them suck and then like you know all of a sudden you have like one idea and then it spikes up yeah, and you're there done it is. yeah yeah so like that's that's sort of like how mm. the, just in general the songwriting process mm. seems to go mm -hmm. so like i had like several different ideas so mm -hmm. I, I usually use my phone to like, you know, come up, like I'll sing With into my phone mm -hmm. or like I'll play into my phone. Mm -hmm. And like, here's just like a little clip of something that might be something. And like, I had like seven different mm -hmm. things and like all of them were like nothing. And then, um, and I guess it's, it's just like you, you give time for that to percolate. Yeah. And so like, I, I told, told him that I went on a run and then the idea, like, cause this juicy fruit thing was giving me trouble. Like I didn't know how to make it mm. sound like a song without it being like explicitly just saying, like, talking about right, right. juicy fruits. Like commercial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was what came, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. juicy fruit is gonna move ya. <laughs> like that's all I could think of. Right. <laughs> you know? And so, so yeah, yeah. You should have wrote it. Print it. Yeah. No. <laughs> but um but yeah so like it wasn't until like uh -huh. i was i was go going out for my run and then i had mm -hmm. the idea that like the juiciest fruit mm -hmm. is your your life basically mm -hmm. you know and so like once i had one once mm -hmm. like and you gotta squeeze as much yeah. of life as like you can, you know? as you can and so like once that idea popped into my mind like i went out for my run <laughs> no, no, and by the time I came back from my run, oh. like I had most of the first verse oh, and nice, the chorus nice, nice. already, yeah, yeah. and then so I just like you know type yeah. it out, and then, yeah. and then the next time that I sat down to like actually like, you know, work on it, the second verse just came out pretty mm -hmm. pretty easily. So mm -hmm. so yeah, that the idea of writing from the point of like, hey, I'm your life, and I'm mm -hmm. just like growing with this juice. <laughs> and if you're not gonna squeeze me, I'm gonna rot. Like you know, uh, if I if you're not gonna do anything with me, uh. it's like a waste, right? <laughs> and so yeah, so mm -hmm. that was that was it. Yeah. yeah, I think we were talking to like I think sometimes you can be your own like almost worst enemy right because yeah. you write a, a part of your song mm -hmm. you're like i don't really like it i don't know I, like and you just keep trying to like build on that or something instead of just mm -hmm. like scrapping the whole thing and starting new or like just like taking it as is and just keep going with it right mm -hmm. and then it, i think it does like you do something else and when you come back to it it's like you can either like oh i can see how it fits now mm. or you're like yeah I, oh i have a totally new idea i'm mm. just gonna start from this and yeah so or like yeah you you take pieces of each thing mm. and just like subconsciously put them yeah, together yeah. like you don't you don't know what like it, I don't know. It's always like you write for the wastebasket, <laughs> right? Yeah, like you know. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. I, I sent uh, my sister like one of uh, a drops. song that I did, and then I mm. just like sent her the full song, 
And then I, I didn't realize that it was the wrong draft. So it mm. wasn't my latest draft. It was mm. like an earlier one. Mm-hmm. And my sister came back and she's like, I love this part at like minute 30 or something. Mm. And you took and it out or something? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> that was the part that I didn't like. So I, like, mm. I hated it. And then listening to it again, I'm like, oh, this part is okay. Like it, it <laughs> yeah. works. Right? I mean, but people connect with like different parts of the song yeah. and stuff. So like I... I like that, like, um, in your song, Kahai, there's that part where, like, uh, like uh, rapid arpeggios uh-huh. that was happening. I'm yeah. like, as soon as I came up, I'm like, that, love that. Yeah. Love that. Love that you added that in there. And it's just, like, all these different movements and stuff. And one of the la- that was one of the last movements. So it's like, that was your big, you know, like, big mm-hmm. crescendo before, before the song. And it was really, really, really cool. But great job, guys, both of you. <laughs> all right. So people did send us uh, send us some songs, and I got to check out um, a, a few of them and stuff. But I didn't get to check one out, which I got today. I don't know if um, it's the same same one. Let me just double check. I don't know if it's if it's that person. Let's see. Yeah. Here. So people sent in their songs, yeah. their song entries. There's, yeah, and we can kind of talk about it. Like, so uh, there's 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 one more like um, that it's. By, by this this person called Hania, so you might want to put their name in because oh, okay. they did send send in something. How do you spell their name? Uh, Hania, H A N N I A. N N I A. Okay. So um, I didn't so so sorry I didn't get to check out your song yet, but we're we're putting you on the thing because you did send it in. Um, I'll give my I'll give my review you know on, on your on your song in just a little bit. But yeah, I got to check out um, you know everyone did did a good job. Like um, I, I like the playfulness that you guys put you know put in there. I like um, some of the like kind of experimentations and just kind of playing around with you know with, with stuff like there's some blues you know like that was that was being you know that that people were playing around with. I like the kind of of, you know shuffling you know and and movement of of the riff that i think aaron mentioned it while i was watching it um that that riff that happens in, in one of those songs and it's just nice a nice groove a nice like uh just just riff i'm, I'm a big fan of riffs and licks and stuff mm-hmm. and there was like a like a blues lick that i heard in one of them. i'm like oh snap yeah, yeah, yeah. and and just having fun and i like the you know the duet that that i heard and uh and costumes Lots of good stuff. So <laughs> we have these four people right now that, that sent us their songs. So we are going to spin that wheel to find out who wins. And what are they going to win? They're going to win a sticker pack uh, and, and a CD. Okay. Um, I can sign it if you want. Just let us know if you want us to sign it and stuff. Uh, if, if you want me to sign it, if you want us, all of us to sign it, you, you, know, you, can, you can say that. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's, let's do that. So sticker pack is an Ukulele on the ground sticker. I don't know if you still have some KFC stickers. Mm-hmm. I have an Aldi Club sticker that I can put in there. So some like really cool stuff. And I have a rare um, uh, Aldrin Cross Louise sticker that that, uh, oh. that I only have a hundred of. So it's a very <laughs> limited run. That was from uh, Mike Hader gave yeah, me those yeah. stickers. Yeah. So I have a limited run of that. Very, uh, very special sticker to me. So Aldrin Cross Louise sticker. I'll, I'll, I'll put one in there as well. Okay, here we go. Kahai, spin that wheel. <laughs> yeah, I think he's gonna say like the songs oh. or something. Hamsin and Hey, congratulations! So they did. Um, they did a duet actually. So, you yeah. know, I, th- I think one of the uh, guidelines was to do a, a a duet, and they did. And they did this like piano ukulele duet. They had you know they they had sunglasses and like sidewards hat and stuff. It was really cool. Really very juicy. 
you know, like to, uh, and I, I loved it. Very classical feeling, but at the same time, it's like nice and, you know, um, nice and upbeat, you know, it yeah. was, it was good. It was very refreshing. Yeah. I, I talked to refreshing. their dad sometimes. Juicy fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, that's like all them. They just like come up yeah. with stuff and they just it's awesome. do it. And so it, it's, it's really great. cool. Yeah. yeah. And we've, you know, we've been seeing and hearing their songwriting, you know, uh, throughout the months, the years that, that they've been on ukulele on the ground and just been growing leaps and bounds. So congratulations, girls. Mm-hmm. Hey. Sticker pack. A dream cross, Louise. <laughs> it's rare. Okay. Um, uh, ukulele on the ground sticker, which I'm sure you guys probably have, right? Um, but a KFC sticker, which is also rare. We don't really give those out that, you know, that much. And um, yeah. So for those of you folks who are part of the KFC, they're like, oh, we'll get one. Did you did you send a song in? You know, you gotta send a song. <laughs> you gotta you gotta participate, okay? And then you'll get stuff, yeah. So um, and I'll do that. I'll I'll, I'll give a random CD. It can be I think I have some. Uh, I'm a dreamer. I have uh, I also have Bandito Tyler. So any of those two that, that if you're looking for. Yep. Okay. And if not, then we'll we'll work something out. <laughs> Cool beans. All right, well, that does it for our show because in, in a few short minutes, less than 10 minutes, we're actually headed over to UU Plus where I'm going to be doing a uh, live coaching. What that is, is if you're a UU Plus member, you can ask me questions uh, on video. So you can show me, for, like that person who was, you was saying like, hey, can you help me out with my tremolo and stuff? I can see a video of you doing your tremolo so I can pinpoint exactly what you need to do to fix whatever problem that you're having. Uh, if you're interested in something like this, sign up for UU Plus and you can, uh, I do this every Friday, right? after the podcast or the Aloha Friday Live Jam right here, ukuleleontheground.com. We also have songs, we have lessons, we have workshops, we have special guests, we have uh, we have a forum, we have all kinds of good stuff. So make sure you check out ukuleleontheground.com for all of your ukulele needs. We also have a shop, shop.ukuleleontheground.com. If you're looking for an ukulele, we've curated some amazing Kanilea ukulele and Islander ukuleles. We love them. You know, we love Kanilea ukulele. I've been playing Kanilea ukulele for over a decade now and, and they just make the best ukuleles that I've ever played. Um, also, Islander ukuleles, so if you're like, okay, well, I want to play a Kanilea, but I don't quite have like that kind of, you know, kind of income to, to be purchasing something that huge right now. Islander ukuleles, it's kind of, you know, it's it's the best thing you can get for, for such a great price, okay? So make sure you get that. Um, let's see, uh, anything, oh, and uh, we'll be in San Diego. I don't know the exact date, my gosh, I should. Um, what, what do you know it, Kai? 27th. The, the 27th. Okay, the 27th over in San Diego. We're going to be doing um, the Yukon the that's being put up by You Collect the Pros. So Yukon, there's going to be some amazing artists. I think it's all day. And each artist gets like 30 minutes. You guys, you got guys like um, like Don uh, Daniel Hull that's, that's doing some stuff. And Chris Fuchigami. Those guys are award-winning musicians. Chris Fuchigami won uh, multiple times now, like Hoku Awards, which is the Hawaiian Grammys. And you got Daniel Hull, who's won an actual Grammy. Like <laughs> yeah. actual Grammys, which is amazing. So if you guys want to see some award-winning ukulele players, make sure you check that out. And there's some amazing like fan favorites also, like some Instagram and TikTok like ukulele players and teachers. It's gonna be a great time. We'll be there. We'll hang out. Um, we haven't seen you guys in a long time, so looking forward to uh, to seeing all of you guys. So uh, there's the list. So we have Daniel, uh, Chris, like I mentioned, also Andrew Molina, all another uh, you know Maui boy, you know from 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 Hawaii. Uh, we have 
Bernadette Plazola Platzi, if you guys are in, you know, if uh, you guys are familiar. We have Anthony Stanley and Keahi and the Hawaiian dancers. So in San Diego, check out some Hawaiian dancers. We have Danny Ucero. We have uh, Victoria Kolosinski. I've seen her stuff. She's 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 fun. Jiggy with Viggy. If you guys haven't seen her on on Instagram or, or TikTok, she 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 put some some fun stuff together. Jiggy with Viggy. Timmy Cruz, seen some of his stuff as well. Victoria Vox, Abby Lyons, Terry Carter, and some surprise guests. And there's going to be some amazing ukuleles and dealers there, like Koaloha, Kanilea, Pepe Romero, um, uh, Kala Ohana, Flight, Euclandia, Rebel. And, and so much more. Some uh, food trucks and workshops. I'll be doing a workshop there as well. And yeah, meet the artists and stuff. Kind of fun. So make sure you check that out. Uh, there hasn't really been too many ukulele festivals. That uh, as well. I mean, there, I know there's been some that's going on and stuff, but it's not as common as it used to be. So try to uh, try to attend whichever one you can. And, and we're attending this one because we just want to see you guys. Yeah, it's mainly for you. We want to we want to do this so we can come out. We can get to meet you folks. Get to jam with you guys again. Get to perform for you guys. And that's. That's why we're going out. You know, we want to be able to meet you guys. We want to be able to physically hug people again in a distance, in a six six feet now. <laughs> yeah. But no, we're we're stoked. We're stoked, guys. That's that's what we're doing. That's why we're flying out. And um, after that, the next very next day, if you guys uh, can't make it all the way out to San Diego, if but you're in SoCal, we will be in Huntington Beach, and that will be at. Uh, Island Bazaar. Island Bazaar. So Island Bazaar. It's gonna be the afternoon. I think two or three p.m. Um, check out islandbazaar.com. No. Is it? What is that? Islandbazaar.com. 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 And call them up and see if you can get some tickets. I know they've been selling tickets already, and it's kind of one of those like hush hush secret sales. Our Dream Guerrero is going to be in town. So um, make sure you check that out. Call them up to see if they have more tickets. We're working on seeing if we can get a second day if uh, if tickets are sold out to see if we can uh, if we can do that. Maybe do a maybe uh, some kind of workshop or private lesson or a performance another performance the next day we'll, we're still in town so we might as well do something yeah um the, we're working on that right now we'll give you guys more details but guarantee sunday 2 or 3 p.m make sure you call them up uh and and it's we, we try to do it so that you guys are not going home to traffic and stuff so make sure that uh you plan ahead it is sunday so i don't expect traffic to be that bad but yeah, we want we want you guys at work the next day. So it's not like we're gonna have a seven, eight o'clock concert that lasts till like eleven. You guys are <laughs> showing up at the office like, oh, it's all Dreen's fault, <laughs> you know. But uh, we would love to, we'd love to come out again, and and we are, and we're gonna be doing it more often. Um, and then after that, one more. Uh, we're doing Seattle's Live Aloha Festival, and that's going to be September eleven. I want to say eleven yep. and twelve. Mm -hmm. Uh, or just eleven. When is when is your workshop? Is it the day before or after? I'm not sure. I, I you think know what I mean. <laughs> I, think, I think it might be the day before. So okay. but we'll we'll be in town yeah. from like the tenth through yeah, the twelfth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So September, so there are 10, 11, uh, Just you know, just just check that out. It's gonna be great, guys. And Kalani Pea. I mean, that guy. That guy won a Grammy this this year. So <laughs> awesome, you know. And he won Hawaiian Grammys. It's it's great. So that's award-winning youth player and performances it's just it's amazing so it, yeah. it's cool we're super stoked to be sharing the stage with these with these legends you know not just with this festival but at the yukon and stuff so we're extremely 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 excited to be able to come out again and, and meet you folks okay so come out we would we would love to jam with you we'd love to spend some time and chat and talk and catch up like what are you what are you up to you know we've been talking for an hour but what what are you up to what are your favorite animes 
comment down below. We'll see you folks next time. Have a great oh, one. Uh, huh? no. <laughs> yes. Well, before everything, though. Yeah. Well, actually, we, uh, we're going to have a concert. That's with... right. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> we. Ah, my gosh. <laughs> There's so much stuff to, to do. And it's so little time because we're about to go on on the, um, on the live coaching. But, yeah. Uh, we have a concert coming up here on Ukula on the Ground. Plus, if you are a UU Plus member, then you will automatically uh, be able to go and attend or watch this concert live on uh, on Ukula on the Ground Plus. And um, this is part of our quarterly concerts. So this quarter we have um, Matt Dahlberg. Okay. Um, Ukulele Underground member on a former member. I think he's, he's still. I think he still represents Ukulele Underground. Yeah, Ukulele Underground definitely. member Matt Dahlberg, former student of mine, now like jet jet set traveler, like world traveler and and, and teacher. He's on uh, you know he's featured in all these like you know all these websites teaching the ukulele. A great ambassador for you know for for the uke and for um, Makuteo. <laughs> so <laughs> local you know local Makuteo boys for those of you. Uh, those of you folks who are from that area in um, Washington. Yeah, he's from Washington, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's gonna be great. Um, we he's gonna be doing a set. I'm gonna be doing a set, and we'll be doing a set together. So it's gonna be lots of fun. It the date is the 24. I want to say 24th, yep. August 24. Tickets will be on sale. Sue are already on sale? No, we'll they're soon? soon. We're going to try and get it up as soon. Okay, <laughs> tickets will be on sale. And what I mean by that is if you're a UU Plus member, you can just go ahead and just go watch it on UU Plus. But if you're not a UU Plus member, I think it'll be ten dollars to uh, something to like that. something yeah. like that to watch um because there's there's two two performers you know i think yeah. when i did mine it was five bucks plus you know like you don't need to pay that much to see me play, get to see me play all the time but ten bucks um for you know for matt and myself and like the the uh, the duos concert is gonna be lots of fun um august 24 wednesday uh what Time. We're thinking 1. 1 p.m.? Okay, yeah. just like the last uh, mm -hmm. concert yep. that we had. 1 p.m. Um, Hawaii time. 1 p.m. Hawaii time. Matt Dahlberg, Aldrin Guerrero, finally coming on stage together, dueling yeah. it out, watching me lose to my former student. It's going to be lots of fun. Yeah? It's going to be lots of fun. Yeah. And some people might be like, oh, I can't make it to the live concert yeah. on Wednesday. Uh, but with, when you get the concert <laughs> ticket, you get to watch the replay. Yes. If, you're, uh, if you buy the concert ticket, not only will you be able to watch the thing live, but you can watch the replay for up, uh, up to 30 days or for 30 days after it airs. Okay? So you can watch it watch the replay show your friends or whatever or like learn the licks learn the you know whatever uh, whatever we're going to be playing you can fully analyze okay this this is how matt beat aldrin this right here see like <laughs> 15 minutes 37 seconds in matt plays this lick and aldrin just looks like he doesn't know what to do <laughs> okay <laughs> it is one of it's gonna be great it's lots of fun i'm looking forward to it guys i'll see you folks next time have a great weekend aloha